Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hey sister, welcome back to the Chase Weeks podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to be covering something that I genuinely feel like is the missing puzzle piece when it comes to you stepping into that next version of you. I think that we hear this advice all the time and we hear other people doing it and we've talked about it, but very seldom do people actually apply it and take inventory of the people that are in their circle. And so today we're going to be talking about leveling up your inner circle and really taking inventory of who you're allowing to influence you. If you want to level up your life, my friend, you are going to have to level up your circle. And yes, I mean, having the hard conversations, looking through the people you spend the most time with and saying, is this a relationship that I need to have in my life? and making sure that you're reflecting on the standards that you have in your life, the standards you have for yourself, the standards you have for your business, and the standards that you have for the people in your life, okay? We really are gonna have to take inventory today of those people and see, are these people that we need to maybe distance ourselves from or people that we need to find more of people just like them to add to our circle? And so I'm gonna kind of give you some homework to do. If you're able to kind of sit down and do this right now, I encourage you to do it. But if you're driving, do not do this right now, do it later. But we are going to write down the five people that are the closest to you right now. This is probably going to be a spouse. It's going to be a best friend you've had for a while, coworkers, people from school. And when we write these five people down that you spend the most time with on a day-to-day basis, we're going to do some reflecting, okay? I called this inventory because we're going to look and we want to like actually see and put a pen to paper of what these people are bringing to our life or what they're taking. And so I'm going to ask you some really simple questions that will kind of help you evaluate if this person is benefiting you or hurting you. And so the first question I want you to ask as you're really going through this list of people, be honest with yourself because this only ends up hurting you by having them in your life. So if you choose to not be honest with yourself, it's affecting you and you only. So the first question when you're thinking about these people is, have I grown as a person since I met this person? So when you're thinking about this best friend that you spend the most time with, have you grown since meeting them or have you not grown at all? If it's a boyfriend, I want you to really think about this because this relationship that you spend 90% of your time with, this person, are they helping you grow or are they inhibiting your growth? And this is a really, really, really important question that you're going to have to ask yourself and get real with because if there's no growth happening, this is a time to reflect on, is this person somebody that I should probably be in a relationship with or not? The second question is, does this relationship help me get closer or further away from my core values? And now this one is very, very important when it comes to friendships, because if your friends don't have the same core values as you, for example, if they're not honest, if they're, you know, a different religion than you, if they're not a Christian, if they, you know, don't have integrity, if they don't have this, they don't have that. What are your core values? And think about this person that's in your life. 
Do they have the same core values or are they actually pulling you away from yours? The third question, am I able to be myself with this person? So do you feel like you have to put on this fake show and act like them or laugh at what they laugh at or like what they like? Or do they encourage your differences? You know, it's okay to be different from the people that you're friends with because you don't want to, you know, it's like Thanksgiving dinner. You're not everybody going to bring one dish. You don't want all green bean casserole. Like you want a big, you know, a big array of them and not the same one, but are they celebrating those differences or are they putting you down for being different? You know, I've had friendships in the past where I love dressing the way that I do. Like I have my own sense of fashion and they dress completely different and make you feel stupid for looking that way or telling you oh, that's so ugly. I didn't ask you. This is what I want to wear and that's how it should be. They should never put you down for the things that you do, but rather encourage you for the things that you love. Next question, do I feel bad more often than I feel good when I'm around? On this person. So are they putting you down, bringing you into situations that don't make you feel good? Are they constantly making you uncomfortable? Do they listen to bad music? Do they hang out with bad people? Do they constantly just make you feel bad or are they making you feel good? Do they lift you up, encourage you, uh, you know, help you level up, talk about good, positive things, listen to good music, bring you around good people. Those are really, really important things to make sure you're reflecting on. Okay. What about this one? Do I actually enjoy being connected to this person or do I feel obligated? or have ulterior motives. Okay, this one's super, super good. So do you feel obligated to have this friendship because you've been friends with them forever or they constantly feel like they need you? They're always reaching out because maybe you're their only friend. And so you're like, well, if I don't hang out with them, they're not gonna have anybody to hang out with. And that makes me feel pretty terrible. And so is it an obligation or is it someone that you're like, man, I really wanna spend my time with this person because they make me feel good. They make me feel excited. We have positive conversations. And then the next one and the most important question that you have to ask yourself is what is is the purpose of this relationship. So relationships should make you feel so good. They should make you feel empowered and they should make you feel like this is a really good time that I'm having with them and this is a good passive time. Um, are they making you feel good about yourself and just feeling valued? Because if not, there's zero purpose in having that relationship because there are so many other relationships out there that you could have that are purpose filled. Okay. And so now let's really talk about how to know when it's time to remove somebody. So we've talked about the good and hopefully when you reflect on this list of people, your circle is good. It is filled with positive people and you know, all the qualities of somebody that you want to be. But let's talk about if they're not. So maybe you have some people on this list that you're like, okay, Cheyenne, like I am leaning more towards the fact that I did not realize that there are more cons than pros on this list. So something that I kind of reflect on when I have a friendship and I'm very, very, very selective on people that I allow to be in my circle of influence every single day. So something that I ask myself is, is everything about them? So when I'm having a conversation is every single thing that I try to talk about get flipped right back around to something they want to talk about or something that's happening in their life. Is it a selfish conversation 90% of the time? Second thing is when you share things that are going really well for you, do they put them down immediately? Like, oh my gosh, look at this. It's so good. I'm so excited about this. Or you take a picture and you're like, I freaking love this picture. I feel so confident. And they're like, mm, yeah, that's not it. Or you show them something that you really love and you're like, gosh, I'm so excited about this. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not cute that's really ugly. I don't really like that. And it's not just them being honest, but every single time that you're excited about something or you're over the moon or you've been working on something and you finally accomplish it and they're like, mm, yeah, probably not. That's probably not somebody you want in your life because you're out here doing good, positive things and they're discouraging it because they're most likely jealous of what you're doing. And it's very hard to have a friendship like that. 
The next thing I ask is, do they constantly put me in uncomfortable situations? Are they bringing me around people I don't like? Are they always trying to encourage me to go, you know, for me, like I'm not somebody that loves to drink. I don't love to party. I don't like to be in those situations. I think that's why it was hard for me to be a teenager because I didn't like normal teenage things. It just wasn't what I enjoyed to do. And I made sure that I had friends that respected that. And if they didn't, and they were constantly trying to push me to go to do things that I didn't want to do, that's not a friend that you want to have in your life because boundaries are very, very important. You have to make sure that you have boundaries within those friendships to where they know, okay, she doesn't like to do this and she doesn't like to do that. And because I do, that's okay, but I'm not going to make her do them with me. Does that make sense? And so the next thing is, do you feel discouraged when you're around them always? Do they always put you down, make you feel bad, you know, suck the energy out of everything, just are literally the basic definition of toxic. My friend, if you are finding that you have people in your life that this is checking off every box, it is time to grow. And I know that it is very hard to remove toxic friendships and people that don't make you feel good because either they've been in your life for a long time, you don't like confrontation, you don't want to step on any toes. It doesn't mean you have to text them and say, hey, you know, we're not friends anymore. We're done. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I've done in the past when it comes to relationships that are no longer serving me, because at some point they could have been my very best friend and we could have had the best of times, but you grow like I said, and there were so many seasons where I was stepping into this next version of me and I was growing and I had to leave people behind and it sucks. It sucks. And you go through these periods of time thinking like, do I think I'm better than I actually am? Like, am I horrible for leaving this person behind? Never apologize for growing. Okay. There are going to be so many people that you are friends with for a season and you outgrow that season and you walk into a different level of your life and you're going to have to leave people behind. And what I do is I just start phasing out. Okay. I stop texting a little bit. You know, I stop hanging out with them every time they ask. I start, you know, becoming busy and unavailable in times and it's not easy and it's going to be different for every single, you know, relationship that you have. But I just started making myself unavailable to things that didn't serve me. And it was the most incredible decision I could have made because something as my personality. I give, 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 and give. I am like always the friend that's there to do whatever. I'll serve you in any way. I'm always going to be there to help you, encourage you, lift you up. But there is a lot of times where I've had friends that would never do the same thing for me. And it's something I really had to learn and reflect on and just really take inventory of those friendships that I was allowing myself to serve because I will give and give and give and give. But I have to have friends that are going to give back and not just take. And that's a very big reflection that you'll have to have as you start to really remove these people from your life. And so much of how successful people act is learned. And so when you look at these successful people in your life, you have to understand that they probably have a bunch of successful people in their circles where they are looking at how they walk, how they talk, how they act. And this can also be a sensitive subject because you can start adding people into your circle that you start looking at and it gets a little bit comparative, right? We get in that comparison track and we start looking at these things that these people have and we start wanting them and we start getting in our own heads. This is not the purpose of this, okay? I want you to look at people, whether it's on social media, from school, you know, from your job that you genuinely are inspired by. They are where you want to be in life. They, you know, they reflect your core values. They make you feel excited. They lift you up. They don't make you feel jealous, but rather excited and inspired. And you would definitely trade places with them. Those people are now in your circle. And now you're probably going to say, well, Shay, 
I'm never going to be in their circle. That's okay. Put people in your circle, whether you're in their circle or not, because eventually you will one day put yourself there because you have had them in your circle for so long. You followed what they do. And I'll give you an example. You know, I have a lot of people that are in my circle that literally don't even know I exist. Okay. (laughs) We are so different and on totally different levels, but I want people that are so far beyond where I am because I want to follow their lead. I want to not copy them and not compare myself to them, but take inventory of what they're doing and how they're finding success and what are the things that their core values are. Because if they match mine, I'm going to grow by being around what they are doing, right? And so when you think about the average of the five people you're around, I challenge you to start growing this circle and removing people over time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you're going to start distancing yourself from those friendships that don't serve you. And you're going to start putting people in your life, following what they do, seeing the way that they post, seeing the way that they speak, the way that they carry themselves, the way that they talk, what they do. You know, I have a lot of business people that I follow that they're always sharing the books that they read. And so now I know, okay, I probably should read books in order to grow my mind, right? Okay. Now these people are always taking classes or going to classes. You know, I should probably take the same classes that they're taking because that's how I kind of learn how they have walked into these seasons of their life and how they got to this level that they're at is because they're growing. They're filling their cup up with people that are in their circle. And so put yourself in circles, even if you feel like you will never be in theirs. Who knows? One day, because you put yourself in that circle so much, they may actually know your name one day. And so I just want you guys to really reflect on that and just to check and take inventory of who is in your life, because I promise you when you start removing people and adding people, you're going to become the best version of you because of the people that are around you. And God uses people to counsel us. He uses people and the influence of other people to encourage us and to help us and to help us see our paths and to bring us out of bad situations. I've seen so many people over the years that were so good and had so much potential, but it was the people they hung out around that made them make bad decisions and you know, do things that were not the path that God called them to that were not where they were supposed to go in the direction that they were heading. And it's sad. And so I don't want that to happen to you guys. And I want you to be reflective and pay attention to the voices that you're listening to, okay? About the influence that you're around. Guys, there is so much stuff going on in today's world between the news and music and movies and media and all the things that you can get so caught up in it. You can get caught up in what you're allowing yourself to listen to and how you're being influenced. And it's not just people. It's the circle of what you're choosing to put yourself in And so take inventory of all of it. Remove the things that don't make you feel good. Remove the things that make you question. Remove the things that make you feel discouraged and genuinely focus on what's going to make you better. How are you going to grow? Who is going to be in your circle that's going to help you step into that next version of you? And I promise you that it's going to change your entire life. Level up, sister. Level up the people. Level up your standards. Level up your boundaries because you are going to change so much from that and those decisions that you make. So let's get into the final part of this podcast. Like I said, every single week, we're going to be answering Shay Speaks questions. And the first question that we're going to be answering on here is something that I get a lot, you know, with social media is how to step into that confidence to make reels, to speak on your story and to find the confidence within yourself to build a brand and a business. Y'all confidence is learned. It's like a muscle, okay? You're gonna probably start and do that first story or that first reel or that first video, first YouTube video, first anything of the things that you wanna do. And you don't feel confident probably because you've never done it, okay? We all start at start. And I'm gonna tell you what, I had to fail so many times with speaking on stories and going live and doing any kind of like putting myself out there. 
You should see the very first videos I ever posted. They were terrible. I literally got comments on them that said, hey, like you should probably smile. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to pass out. My shirt's a different color because I sweat through it. You just got to fail forward and you never know until you start. And then you take one step and one step. How do you climb a mountain? Putting one foot in front of the other. And it is the same concept when it comes to doing anything new for the first time. That confidence is going to grow. Every single time that you, you know, grow and post and make that next video and make that next story and post that next reel and upload that next video of you talking or whatever. And this can go for anything, anything that you don't feel confident in doing, do it again. And then do it again and do it again. And it's going to get so much easier every single time that you do it. So I'm so excited. I hope that this offered you some value. And I really want you guys to do that homework. Don't get off this and not take inventory because it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Actually take the action in changing your circle. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.